Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Um, now, on to the Knights v. the Rabbitohs. Uh, there was a period there where the Knights looked like they were going to maybe run away with it, and the Rabbitohs just came charging back in. Um, mate, Rabbitohs just look like a different side with Luttrell there, a different side. Uh, we'll quickly talk about the Clement situation. Um, look, I'm, I'm glad nothing came of it because when you watch the replay, the elbow didn't really land. And so I think, like, suspending people on, like, may or may not have landed stuff is, is hectic. It's That's way too far. Um, but it was dangerous. It was absolutely dangerous. Um, I probably would have been maybe 10 in the bin. But again, it doesn't matter. It was the end of the game. Um, and yeah, like uh, people complaining about Latrell. Like I'm like, what? If you see a player drop an elbow on your teammate's head, do you not want that player to run in and get him off? Like it's just bizarre because like, in some players, we praise he's he's standing up for his mates. He's sticking up for it. Like, for example, Clemmer, when he was, like, talking to Lomax after the game and, you know, doing all that, we were like, bloody oath, like, you're standing up for your mate. You're the enforcer. You're the big fella. And yet, when Latrell comes in and pulls Clemmer off after he literally did an illegal play, people have an issue with that. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Like, why is there a double standard? I don't get it. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people that or anti Latrell that if he was playing for their team, they'd, they'd love, him. love him sick. They'd love him. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If you just come into that not liking Latrell, whatever, but is there a world where a front rower tries to throw an elbow at one of your young guys and you don't want your fullback to come in and sort him out? Like if you're in a situation where that can happen, mm. why wouldn't you want it to? It's bizarre. I would, you would want every day of the week, you'd want your players standing up for your other players. And, and the perfect example is Clemmer. Like, I love when Clemmer stands up yep. for his players. I love it. I think it's fantastic is what he should do. What do you reckon, Manny? I don't understand how Latrell's... Like, I love Clemmer. I love Clemmer. But I don't understand how he's the bad guy in the situation when... Like, imagine if Latrell's dropping elbows. Like, what people would what's say. What's crazy is, like, nearly anyone else that runs in and pulls that player off, like Latrell did... We're not even talking about him. Matter of fact, you could probably you could probably go to most fans and say who pulled him off, and most fans say I can't even remember who pulled the player off. It's it's just so strange that we're talking about Latrell. And some people will like say, well, what about early the game where 
he, he flipped that player over and, and the player got knocked out. It's like contact in a tackle. Like, what, what do you want him to do? I've got a good example. And this has literally happened last week and it's the same player. Last week, um, Clemmer was defending his mate, gave Jared Wallace a punch to the head and got sin bin and people were like oh fair enough he's just defending his teammate yeah. the same thing happened last week and Clemmer was the perpetrator mm. and everyone's like oh fuck Latrell's a grub Latrell didn't throw a punch Latrell didn't throw a punch and also if you look at the footage it looks worse because he hit his own player out of the way yeah like oh it's oh. bizarre to me and then they tried to start pointing out like you know the guy that tried to tackle him and Latrell like flipped him off him and then the guy was injured it's like Bro, do you really think that, like, okay, so now he's not allowed to flip players off him and, and land in an awkward way? Like, come on. It's just, it's bizarre. Anyway, what I am glad is I'm glad that neither player really got in trouble. We move on. That's the way I think it should be. I did love, though, like, just watching it on TV. I just love Clemmer and Colmatungi going at it. Yeah, that was it's sick. It's just so fucking sick. So that's, alpha. That's another thing. No one's talking about Keon. Yeah. Nah. Keon was literally squaring up with Clemmer. Yeah. Like, no one's talking about Keon. But he came closer to fight it. Like, anyway, um, it's bizarre. It's it's bizarre. Oh, I love that moment with um, with Coleman Tung. I mean, like, I feel like if this would have happened this time last year, he's still sort of finding his way in first grade. But mm. I feel like the other night I looked at him for the first time and going, oh, no, like you're – Established. You are an established <coughs> first grader. Mm. Like going up against – I mean, we can still call Clemmer a test front rower. I think he's a premier front rower. I think he is too. Yeah. Like, I think he's him, in career best form. He's killing yeah. it. Going he fantastic. To go toe to toe with him, and then you even saw as he was walking back, he was still talking to him. Yeah. Like he wasn't. Mm. Like it, it was only the clock that stopped them from meeting again. Yeah. I right, look. To be honest, like obviously it's like dropping elbows and that. Like I get it. It is not a good look or whatever. But the the stuff before that, like the key on stuff, that's what rugby league is all about. Yeah, the big fellas going at it, you know, squaring up. That's great. That's great. It brought so like that was a nothing game that turned into like. A great game because yeah. we're all going fucking oath. The boys are going at it. Um, yeah, so and that's why I do appreciate. We have to give credit where credit's due to the uh, match review committee. You know, they often get hammered, and the NRL often get hammered. But I think we need to say appreciate that they said, you know what? Let's not make a big deal out of this. Let's move on to the next week, and that's what they did because they could have easily, you know, gone down the route of, oh well, he did drop the elbow, and if it had landed, he could have got in trouble. Instead, they just said, didn't land. Let's move on. So I thought it was good. What about the eyes on Clemmer? Oh. Crazy eye. Crazy eye. It's one of the craziest eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's screw loose eyes. Definitely got a screw loose up there, the big fella. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I think as well, it's, this is a good example of how, like the fine, the fine system working. Like give Clemmer a little bit, of, like a tiny fine. Yeah, give him a fine. That's means it. nothing to him. Yeah. Move on. We all just, to be honest, I think most fans enjoyed the scuffle. Oh, it's the best. Most fans loved it. We move on. Um, but anyway, back to the game. Rabbitohs, yeah, they just look like a better team with Lich- like. I know that's an obvious thing to say. Oh, of course, a better team with Latrell in it. But but I would say yeah. better team with Latrell. But forty percent of our cap was out. Sorry, forty yeah. percent of South's cap was out. Twelve hundred yeah. games experience. So like Latrell coming in to that team and improving it that much is massive. Yeah, it's all the stuff that you can't measure with Trell. Like it's yeah, okay, he's silky. His ball running is strong as anything. But everyone stands a little bit taller with Latrell around him. I mean, Cody Walker's... In particular, Cody. Cody has gone to another level because he has someone that he can trust, that he knows is going to be there, that's going to help him when he needs him. Um, Yeah, look, I'm I'm stoked for Rabbitohs fans. And to be fair, if they continue to play this good footy, Demetrio deserves a massive rap. 
when when six when I think like four weeks ago, most fans were going, "Oh, oh, Demetrio, this may be a disaster." For them to make the eight and maybe even you know be in the top six, I, was, I think I was that'd about be a big say, win. What, what do you think the ceiling is for the bunnies? Like, can they get to a prelim? Can they get to a GF? Like, what's the probably a prelim? prelim? Maybe yeah. prelim. I can't see GF. I can't see a GF. Um, in saying that, you get everyone back: Cook, Murray, Walker. Because I mean, to, to, to make a prelim, they're going to have to win two games in a row. They're, mm. they're not going to finish top four. We all, mm. yeah. all in agreement there. So mm. they're an interest. They're a side that you don't want to play, though. You do not want to play. Latrell Mitchell just like doing. That, you know yeah. what I mean? Like out of nowhere, you can just create whatever he wants. Um, yeah, really, really good time. Uh, interesting times for the Cowboys. Um, also, like Lachlan Ilias went off in the first what? Second tackle of the game. Yeah. Second tackle of the game. Nicarima comes on, does a job. It was a really good win for the, for the um, you know, I know the Knights were missing uh, Ponga, but outside of that, what? Ponga, Gagai. Ponga, Gagai, Frizzell? Ja- Jacob. No, Frizzell was playing. Frizzell played. Uh, Jacob. Jacob Saifidi. But outside of that, it wasn't, whereas you look at the um, Rabbitohs, they were missing Cam Murray, Damien Cook. Ilias was injured in the first, the second tackle. Campbell Graham. Campbell Graham. Um, AJ. 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 Marky Nichols. Mark Nichols. Uh, there's another one that I'm trying to think of. Anyway, a substantial Jai Arrow, Jai Arrow. Um, so the halfback yeah. goes down early. There's a lot. So yeah. Um, yeah, really, really good win. Um, and what's crazy is like I still believe that their outside backs aren't sorted. The the, the Rabbitohs. Some of the decisions made by their outside backs, like I, I I felt there were periods there where the Rabbitohs, their their key players, their good players, were being let down by some of their maybe their edge play, like not their edge players, their fringe players. Just, just some errors, some bad decisions. Um, I, what I'm surprised at with the Rabbitohs is that you don't necessarily have to be a world beater, but it's just the errors. Like, I, just instead of going out and worry about like breaking the game, just get through a game without any errors. Just, just make your tackles, do your runs. And a lot of their errors, well, and Matty, you can probably talk about it more, but to yep. me, I watched our Sydney, and a lot of their errors, they're not when they're trying outlandish things. Like It's just basic shit. It's, yeah. You know, just like dropping balls. Yeah, like, like if you're making a heap of errors trying to put points on the board, I get it, but it's like they're, it's like they're making, the vast majority of their mistakes just come from trying to get through their structures and just get to their spots yeah. on the field. It's, like, it's really surprising. It's And I, and I just, yeah, I, I don't know. That's if there is an Achilles heel at the moment for them, it is probably their edges right now, where just too many, just too many um, mistakes that are unforced. And when your your key players inside you are, you know, making, you know, put it this way: basically, you've got Jet Carwright that had two errors, but then outside of that, it's essentially Tane Milne had one, Jackson Paulo had two, um, and Cody Walker had one. So for outside backs. For them to have essentially, as a group, the most errors, it's like it doesn't help you. And that's they just they were just key errors in key moments of the game. Like it's not a dramatic amount, but again, that's just this week. If you go back to the week before and all yeah. those others, and I, like a key indicator is they had eighty six percent completion. The Rabbitohs. So imagine, imagine the Rabbitohs with Dane Gagai and they're not making errors. All of a sudden, they're back to being a premiership threat. At an 86% completion rate. We've talked about it all year. If the Rabbitohs completed 80% or more, they'll win a match. They'll win pretty nearly any match of footy outside of the top, top tier. Um, so, yeah, look, outside of the the one or two errors in crucial situations, 
Um, it was a massive game. I also thought um, the two front rowers, Tom Burgess in the... T- he, he, Burgess he was incredible. He was great. Yeah. He, he missed a fair whack. Did you notice that during the game? He missed 10 tackles. I didn't... Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed he was like shooting up out of the line, okay. line yeah, speed. Because yeah. I, I, I saw the stats and thought, fuck, I didn't really notice that yeah. live. Yeah, yeah. but like he, he, he ran for 200 metres, which... I think as fans, we get so used to watching Taumalolo do these mm. unbelievable things that you underappreciate <coughs> how hard 200 metres is yeah. for a front rower. Yeah. Yep. Like, that is incredible. Uh, and um, Totola was huge as well. He's been yeah. massive for them this year. But yeah. I thought, you know, you've got to remember Tom Burgess. And you know, we spoke about two weeks ago. He got hooked three games ago. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that long ago he got hooked. He played 71 minutes on the weekend. Fuck. For a, he's a... Big he had fella. an offload to put Latrell through a hole as well. Yeah. He, he Four got tackle breaks. a heap of work. Yeah. Like he missed 10, but he made 32 tackles. He ran for 200 metres. Yeah. Yeah, Some like the missed tackles, like, yes, it is a measure for sure. There is no denying it. But not all missed tackles are equal. Yeah, it doesn't tell the full story. It doesn't tell yeah. the full story. Like, sometimes you, like, the amount of times I see, like, little hookers, like, screaming up out of the line and they miss the tackle, but they stop the run. And, and it stops them dead in their tracks. That's like a good thing rather than just getting up and allowing the player to come to them. Best example was James Maloney. He missed like eight or ten a game. But they were, yeah, consistently. But they were, yeah. But, but they weren't like, they weren't leading the tries and stuff. Yeah, usually. Like sometimes they sometimes, would. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, some a lot of them were just him jamming in and, and shutting a play down. So yeah, not not all missed tackles are equal for sure. Like even Appy Corosau last week, guess how many tackles he missed? He, he normally has he normally has six or eight in a game. Twelve. Twelve, yeah. What? And yet he was outstanding. Yeah. And wow. also, I don't think anyone was watching the match going, Appy's not defending very well. Yeah. Um, well, I agree. Like, I didn't realise Tommy Burgess missed 11 tackles yeah. until yesterday. It definitely didn't stand out. Yeah. Um, you know, you only really see, like, Cookie, who made, like, 100 tackles, didn't miss any, which is incredible. Um, so, yeah, look, I think Cody Walker played incredible. Two tries, three tries this. Yeah. The other one I thought was good was uh, Richie Kenner. Who's, he's been playing down there in reserve grade. He's been doing really well down there. Good to see him come in. Obviously, you're playing left edge. It's pretty damn good real estate for South Sydney, but yep. oh, I thought he was strong as well. Mm. Um, Tass was okay again. He 124 metres, 46 post contact. But, yeah, just that outside backs just need to get sorted a little bit. I, I think Tane Milne is actually probably a forward now. Seeing him play international footy in there, I thought he was really good. Mm. Um, I, would, I would give Tane... A, a, um, a crack in the forwards if I'm being honest well when you have a look at their side over the next once they get everyone back it'll be interesting to see who does get that 17 jersey whether it's mm. Cartwright Tane mm. Havili like there's a couple Cheekham could, could be another yeah. option like, I thought uh, Saluka Fafita was good yeah, as well very good super yeah. aggressive I loved like people don't understand the guts it takes after a, a bust up for you to pick the ball up and go I'm going to run it straight at Clemmer fuck that's that's a hard man. That's a fucking tough man. That's the thing I loved even more about Latrell. The bloke's been there for 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. He arrived during the week. Yeah, absolutely. So, so um, Fafida, he's a big, big body. Only played 32 minutes. He ran for 107 metres, uh, 18 tackles, only one miss. I think he could be exactly what the Rabbitohs needed because, like, sometimes size-wise, they do get a bit dominated through the middle. Mm. Um, but Saluka Fafida, I thought it was a great first game. A great first game. Um, Keon was outstanding uh, Yeah so look Exciting for the Rabbitohs they, at, that, at the very least They look like They'll play finals footy Whereas four weeks ago I probably had them out Out of the eight uh, At the end of the year But Latrell Mitchell Has just brought so much energy Back into that you side You just feel like This Buddies team Is going to ruin Someone's season Yeah I can see that for sure For sure 
Uh, Latrell Mitchell, two try assists, six tackle breaks, a line break, two line breaker six, six tackles, zero misses. That's another thing like that gets uh, underrated with Latrell is like his contact in defense, like he never gets steamrolled. Mm. Every time he makes a tackle, it's like either a don't one. Like it was one where like he, I think it was a front rower he took down. Like he is a front rower. That's how big he is. Yeah. Um, now on to the Knights. How did you see the Knights going, Guru? Uh, yeah, I sort of I felt like South Sydney was sort of always in control of this one. I never really felt like Newcastle, except for that twenty minute period where Knights got ahead. Yeah, but I even at that point I didn't I didn't overly feel like I don't know my, my, maybe it's easier in hindsight, but yeah. I never felt like South Sydney were going to lose this okay. game. I just always felt like that they'd find a way to win it. Mm. Um, mate, shout out, and I, I I'm, I'm sure you'll want to talk about it. I, th- I, th- I think you posted about Dom Young. Mm. About that that play where, and, and I'll, I'll let you talk about that in a minute. But you just go back eighteen months ago, whatever it was. He was a nineteen year old coming to the NRL. Mm. How much balls and ticker does that take mm. to take yourself out of your comfort zone to come here? And let's be honest here, when he arrived, he was looking pretty bang average. Oh, I was bro. thinking he will be back in England within a matter of weeks. This is not going to work. Yeah, this is not going to work. He doesn't have the. It was almost like you have all the physical attributes. You should be dominating. Yeah, but he just. Just didn't have the the, the footy IQ. Yeah. Whereas and now, teams were showing up to Newcastle with a game plan. Just go at this kid. Go at we'll him. Get him. And Don't they go at him every now. Every single week. I wouldn't be going at him now. No, nah, he's. He, I think his improvement's been incredible on that. He's been one of their better players, seriously, for sure. Um, you know, obviously made the try saving tackle and then went up the other end and scored. It's. It's those little things where you'd love just a camera on that player yeah. for that, mm. for those two or three minutes. Yeah, I, I thought he was very impressive and has been for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, I agree. And the good thing about a guy like Dominic Young is that physically, he his ceiling is whatever he wants to be. He's yeah. a giant. He's super athletic. Um, yeah, that play runs back, makes a try, a, a short, a short try. Latrell does an incredible break. It's a sure thing. It's done. It's dusted. Then he comes flying out of nowhere. Manages, they get the ball on the next play, go the length of the field. He manages to get to his wing to score the try. An incredible play. Um, also, I just want to, I feel sorry for Clemmer because his incredible match has been overshadowed by that last thing. This is what his, his match was a try, 169 meters, 66 post contact, three tackle breaks, one offload, 39 tackles, zero misses. He is killing it at the moment. And you know what? Like, it's been overshadowed by the Simbin, but it's also been overshadowed just because he does it every fucking week. Mm. Like, that, this season is almost becoming a bit of a stock standard game for Clem because he just does it week in, week out. And, you know, I, I, I'm guilty of it as well. Until you pointed it out to me a couple of weeks ago, I didn't notice it or see it or anything as well. Like, it's, it's incredible. Start, yeah, start of the year, I was like, mate, Clem is the man. Yeah, and I, the I, man. I, I sort of, yeah, I... I honestly didn't even really take you seriously when you said it the first time. Yeah, really. Yeah, Far honestly, like, yeah, I can just see that. When you watch him and then you you keep track of the stats every week because, yeah. Hey, I, he I just doesn't get the raps. I no don't know why. No one talks about him. Yeah, yeah, no one does. But you compare his front row stats to anyone. And I honestly, I challenge you to anyone. It's not that much work. Isn't it bizarre though how no one talks about him, but as soon as Freddie doesn't pick him, everyone goes, what, the f- what about Clemmer? Yeah, yeah. Why isn't like, yeah. it's, it's strange how it's played out with him. Yeah. It's... um. Yeah, I, I really rate Clemmer. And we have to remember, this is a front rower and a team getting constantly beaten. Yeah. Like, so it's like, it's not like he's getting fast play the balls constantly. He's the one 
doing it. He's yeah. the one trying everything he can to get the boys up. Uh, and look, there is there is a small uh, well. There's some people that say, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't get quick play of the balls, and he's you know too slow off his feet. But it's like, not everyone can be super fast and explosive. There are certain people that are meter eaters. Mm. He's a meter eater. This, so, it, like, not like I, sometimes I I get frustrated because I feel like some some fans at all some it, like they expect to be the best player. You have to be perfect. If you don't have everything. You know, you, you're just you're not a good player. But it, every every player offers something different. You know, for example, you could nitpick Payne Hassett's game. You could say line speed's not that great because he's a fucking giant. That's why. Um, but also, when Clemmer was playing Origin, he didn't have an offload, and now yeah. he's got yeah. four or five a game. Well, that's what's so important: gelling a team together of guys that have all got different aspects that work together. Yeah. Like yes, there might be some stuff that Payne Haas can do that David Clemmer can't, but. You know, how much are you going to pay for Payne Haas compared to what you're going to yeah. pay for Clemmer? And then you compare him with other guys. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm glad people are... And, and another thing with Clemmer is like, okay, yeah, he's been sinned in the last couple of games and you don't want that. You do not want that. But that part of his game is clearly why he's so good. He's aggressive as anything. So it sucks to overshadow. Um, interestingly, uh, Sai Fidi I thought was good. I actually thought the Knights played some pretty good footy, if I'm being honest. I just think the Rabbitohs really, really turned up. Um, again, any any time the Rabbitohs are completing at a high rate, they're almost impossible to beat because because you know they have points in them. Eventually, Cody Walker or Latrell Mitchell is going to get some points together. So I, I didn't think it was too bad, but just quickly, recent reports Anthony Milford is going to be offered a three-year deal by the Knights. Again, all reports, no uh, confirmation. Uh, with the recent report that the Dolphins are going to match that offer, if you are the Knights, are you doing everything you can to keep Anthony Milford? I think I would be. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be selling the farm to keep him, mm. but I'd be doing everything that would be a reasonable amount and whatnot mm. to try and keep him because not many good halves around. Yeah, really isn't. And I mean, like, if if I'm a half somewhere else in the NRL, I don't know if Newcastle's my ideal situation. Realistically, mm. they've had a good team for three and four years, but they don't really. I haven't really performed off the back of it. Mm. It helps that you know KP's going to be there now, but, I mean, are we confident that Adam O'Brien's going to be the coach for the next few years? Yeah. It's a really interesting spot. It really is. Like if, if they were to lose their next three games in a row and Adam O'Brien got sacked, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm. That's the sort of club that I think they are at the moment. Yeah. I just – I feel like I've said this uh, a million times, and but I think they're paying the the – they're paying the price of not taking care of their juniors for so many years because they constantly have to go on the market to find someone to be their six or seven. Like how a footy heartland doesn't have a young six or seven. Think about it. Clune was brought in. Milford was brought in. Clifford was brought in. Mitchell Pierce was brought in. Phoenix Crossland, is he the only junior? Oh, I'm pretty sure he's a junior, but like he was meant to be the next big 7-6. They've turned him into a hooker. They played him at 13 last mm. year. Like, So I, I beg the question of, is that not really strong evidence that their juniors have just been completely neglected? Who got man of the match in the under-19s game the other day? Pizette, who's from Newcastle. Who's from Newcastle. He's in the Melbourne system now. Four tries Yep. And so... Even someone like Jock Madden, I know he's not playing heap of games, but he was a Knights junior. Was he a nice? Yeah. yeah. Look, you know, they could do with a Jock Madden. Seriously, he wasn't that bad at all. Um, it's just, it's just strange. Like, how can a club 
with Joey John's history, not have a new six or seven coming through. So I don't know how they get themselves out of this. In in I know oh, well I do know how they get them out of it. But uh, what the problem is is the fix. We're not going to see the results for another five years. Yep. And so I don't know. Are they going to be that patient with a guy like Adam O'Brien? I think they should be patient with Adam O'Brien. Look what's on the market. Look where your club has come from. It's come from 11th place to 8th place. Yes, this year they haven't been great. Um, but at the end of the day, they have played finals footy every year since he's been there. He's also managed to put together quite a, a good roster. Yes, I know Nathan Brad had something to do with some of it. But, yeah, it's just, it's just so, so surprising that a, a, a rugby league heartland has struggled to bring through, you know, a six or a seven that is at least solid. Yeah. At least solid. Just on Adam Clune too. Just that ball that he threw to Edric was unreal. Yeah. His right to left pass is one that's of the it, That's his, like, where he was killing in Q, uh, New yeah, South Wales Cup. He had one season where he had about 25 try assists. Mm. And I, I think it was Piera that was playing left wing in that side. And just that ball would just hit him on the chest every single time. Yeah. Like he, he's a um, touch football background, Clune. Uh, and it's taken him a little while to find his way in first grade, but he's more and more important to that Newcastle side. I just – is he the guy going forward for him? I, I don't know if he – uh, he might not be the guy going forward, but he's the best guy in the building at the moment, I think. Mm. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Yeah. Would you, would you, when you look moving forward, is it him or Jake Clifford? Is that what we're tossing up? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Do you feel any more confident with Clifford than Clune? Probably not. I mean, I do think Clune's probably the best they've got at the moment. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, do I think that? I don't know. I because Clune and Milford, I, like when on paper, they should be good enough to you know stick mm. it to a few teams. Uh, to be fair, they didn't have Pong on the weekend. And put it this way: I just want to see them with Brayley. Clune, Milford, and Ponga to play three or four games together. That's the other one, Braley. I know we mentioned him earlier. He looked unreal. Mm-hmm. He looked great in this game. I think his service is fantastic around the ruck. I think he set a try up for Mitchie Barnett, who, by the way, a try, 42 tackles, another very Mitch Barnett performance. But I thought Braley in his return game, considering the injuries coming back from, in his first game to be playing the way that he was. I think he played 45 minutes, a pretty good whack. Yeah, 40 minutes. 40 uh, minutes. And he had a line break assist, 24 tackles, zero misses, um, and 36 run metres. In 40 minutes? Yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't think he's played cup the last few weeks either. I think yeah. he's come straight into first grade. So mm. it, th- there are positives. There are silver linings there, and it will <clears> get better. But yeah, long term, I don't know what the Knights' direction is. I mm. really don't. Because all these really good forwards they've got, your Frizzell, Barnett's leaving. Your Frizzells are getting older. Clemmers are getting older. I don't know what their direction is. Mm. Yeah, really, really interesting. But I think Newey Knights fans, you just need to see Braley, Clune, Milford, Ponga together for four weeks. And at the end of that four weeks, if we're still sitting here going, I don't know, 
then clearly something needs to change. What would you pay to keep MILF there? Because you, you you know the Dolphins are going to come with a bag. So what's the most you'd be willing to pay? To <coughs> oh, keep man. There? I honestly do not know. Maybe – see, are the Dolphins going to come with a bag? I feel like Wayne's going to leave. Well, <laughs> they're going to – yeah, they're gonna, yeah 100%. Yeah. Um, Five, the, 500, 600, yeah, 500 yeah. around there. Like, I don't think the Dolphins will pay astronomically for him, but I think they'll pay more than what Newcastle would be happy to. Yeah. Well, I think they've been forced into because they they've got choice, no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they may as well just, like, they've got a certain amount of money to spend next year. There's no point in leaving, you know, yeah. cap space. So, 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 sorry, if you're the Knights, you have it, if you sign him on a three year deal to keep him there for fives? 500 each year would be a, a, a good deal, in my opinion. Because yeah, okay. I actually think Milford's done some really good things since he's been I think there. He's been good there. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just been in a team that just hasn't seemed to be able to click yet. Again, though, like, we have not seen, Braille, like, like, literally have not seen a single spine play for longer than a week together. And and I, I feel like, I know Knights fans are going to say, Denon, you're just making excuses for the Knights. And fair enough, I like, there's, I'm not denying the Knights are nowhere near where they should be. I'm not denying that at all. But I am just saying that, like, Put it this way, I will have a much better idea of where the Knights are in four weeks when we see Kalen and those guys all play together. Then we can really judge of, are these four guys going to gel or uh, or is it something where we need to just blow up and start again? Do we just need to go blow the it'd whole be, thing It'd up? be crazy if you could go back in time and if the Knights knew that Pierce was going to leave, if they could have gone into the market for Chad or Reynolds. Like if they had one of those two. Totally different ball game. Yeah. Re- can you imagine Reg- Reynolds in this side? Even Chad. Yeah, like Chad. They, like that's all they need is just direction. But that's what's crazy about the, this Pierce situation yeah. is because you go, I think a lot of people will have Pierce ahead of both those players. Last year, oh yeah, I, I would have had him in front of Chad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like, but I think there's some people that would say Pierce is better than Reynolds. Yeah, potentially. Now, I'm not saying that I feel that way. Mm. Um, I'm just saying that I think that some people would. And so, yeah, I just would love to know what happened there. My understanding is he, he wanted to stay, but he just couldn't get yeah, the, the long I've, commitment. Yeah. But there are some people that feel that that is not the case, that he wanted to leave and the Knights did him a favour by letting him go. Um, but, I mean, look, this side with Pierce, Milford, Ponga... <laughs> anyway, apologies, Knights fans. I know it's hard to... It's annoying to hear that. Um, so, look, I reckon, yeah. Well, no, I think, I think Adam O'Brien deserves another season after this. Um, and I think that he deserves at least some time to have his spine playing together for a long period of time. Then we can make a decision on, on where to go from there for the Knights. Uh, Tigers so first. Quickly, breaking news. This shouldn't come as a shock, but Paul, uh, Junior Bolo is going to start and Saifidi is going to be on the bench. Good. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. So it'll be Trojevic, Bolo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think that makes I think sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yep. it makes sense. Because uh, Junior played like 62 minutes or something in the other origin, so maybe he's just going to go... Mate, go skits for the first 30. We'll get you off, and then we'll put you back on for last city. Pain, it makes sense. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 